Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith and how the two come together in lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner. He's back. Good to be back, Mike. I'm, oh, great. Here we go. <laughs> I'm not flying solo. All of a sudden, Pastor comes back, and he's fine, but now he finds out we've got a guy from Nashville, Tennessee, and all of a sudden, <laughs> Oklahoma. Oklahoma well, Pastor that, That's Ken more Keller. of a draw. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. Is that it? Pastor, it's good to see you again. It's How you good been? to see you, Mike. Good yeah. to be back with you here, buddy. Yeah, you had a good couple weeks? Yeah, great couple weeks. So, Well, it's good. Yeah. It's, uh, the, the show is not the same without you. I'm not <laughs> going right. to say it's better or worse. I'm just saying when I'm flying solo... That sounds good. Yeah, yeah I bet no, it does. Yeah. It does. And I told my wife, Terry, the show is not uh, nearly as good without <laughs> Pastor Ken Keltner. Hey, our special guest today, you're going to love this guy, Pastor, okay. I'm telling you. Yeah. He is, uh, all the things that, that you truly believe, um, he, he he's right in line with, with a lot of things that uh, you and I have talked about and I've heard you preach on. He is the Executive Director for Full Count Ministries. Full Count Ministries. He's Jacob Oldham. Jacob, how you doing today? Hi, I'm doing better than I deserve. Well, Glad to be with you. And you are uh, just back from from a three week uh, a missions trip. And and where are you right now? You're on the beach someplace, aren't you? I am. I'm in Gulf Shores, Alabama, fresh off of three weeks in Nicaragua. Uh, so it's great to be with the family uh, this week down in Gulf Shores and. Uh, kind of reunite with them after a month away. Hey, uh, Pastor, on, on the website, uh, and you can go to the website, it's one word, fullaccountministries.com. There's a picture of Jacob, his wife, and and uh, kids. And yeah. he, yeah, trust yeah, he, me. He, oh, he, he, he is. He, he. Oh, he's in our club. Oh, he, he, outkicked his, <laughs> he outkicked his coverage. I don't know young Jacob a whole lot, but I he outkicked his coverage a lot like you did. Oh, well, thank and you, maybe Mike. maybe me, too. Yeah, uh, absolutely you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You know, Jacob, uh, Pastor Ken's been using that term a lot, that f- I'll kick your coverage a little bit. Yeah, I, I like it, Jake. He, and... he needs to come up with one of his own is what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jake, Jacob, how was uh, how was your trip? It was uh, a good trip for you guys? It was. So we, uh, we, we took three teams back-to-back-to-back. Uh, to back to back week so uh three teams each one week long and we took over uh 65 uh high school college uh and adult men baseball players uh for the three weeks so uh a lot of fruit both from our team that went 
and the teams that went, and also from uh, the ministry on the ground there in Nicaragua. Uh, so we, it's just amazing to see uh, the obedience, obedience that comes out of these trips. And uh, so when men return home, we always say that the one week you spend over there affects the 51 uh, you live back home. And so that's that's what we're seeing. We're getting guys plugged into the ministry and starting new different things. Uh, it's always fun to see what happens uh, out of these trips. Hey, yeah, Jake, and I would totally concur with you. I, I love taking uh, people on, on mission trips, and, and I always love putting some athletics in there, too, if, if we got the people who can compete with with whoever that we're, we're overworking with, and sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. Uh, on the baseball side of it, let me just talk the baseball side of it with you for a second. H- how do you guys uh, do in competing with uh, the, you know the fellows over there in Nicaragua? Yeah, it's a great question, and um, so there's uh, there's many levels of baseball in Nicaragua. I mean they uh, they love baseball in Nicaragua. They they wake up playing and they go to sleep playing. They really do. Uh, but there's there's so many different leagues. So you've got a professional league um, over there. Then they got something called Mayor A, uh, which is a pretty high level uh, men's league. And then they've got a neighborhood or a community league uh, where it's just a bunch of men who play for fun and they're not very good. So depending on who we're playing, uh, we can be really good or we can be pretty bad, uh, depending on the competition and who we're who we're trying to reach that particular week. So you you would play all in, in all three levels of baseball over there with the guys that are really good to the guys that just are from the neighborhood then, right? We do. So we kind of look at our team uh, that's going and then we look, we work with our staff on the ground in Nicaragua and tell them, okay, we got this, this caliber team going and then they'll put us, they'll who they're trying to reach, they'll they'll kind of match games with that. So the, we played 30 games in three weeks, doubleheaders every day, uh, uh, the last three weeks, and we played anywhere from Major League, Mayor A, and Neighborhood uh, in those 30 games. Yeah, and I would think if you're going to have an opportunity to uh, to be able to visit with them, talk with them, you have to earn their respect on the ball field too, right? You absolutely do. Yeah. They watch everything we do. And that's something we learned from the very first trip. Their yeah. eyes are always on us. You may not think you're making an impact, but they're watching what you do and how you do it. Mm-hmm. So how did your guys do on this last trip? I mean, you guys win some games, or was it about 50-50? Uh, how did you do? We did. I think we went, uh, I, I believe it was like 22-8 and eight, oh. uh, in, the, in the three weeks, uh, which was a good one. We had some really good high school ball players uh, that are going to play college ball that was with uh, with us this summer. So we had we had a lot of talent on our team. So we were uh, – but the major league team did beat us. Uh, one of the major league teams uh, did beat us one to nothing. Well, that's uh, good. Great games. And the, the, the best part about it is, you know, every team we play, our staff on the ground strategically uh, scheduled them uh, to start some kind of discipling relationship with those teams. We are talking to Jacob Oldham. He is the executive director of Full Count Ministries. Again, their website is fullcountministries.com, or you can follow them on Twitter. It's at fullcount925. 
So it's f- at full count nine two five. Jacob, uh, how do you find enough pitchers to come with you to play thirty games and you know in that amount of time? Well, I don't know if you're uh, familiar with uh, uh, Johnny Holstaff, uh, but that's uh, that's typically what we go with every day. Everyone's okay. a pitcher. You throw it. You got an arm that works. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna get some innings on the mound. Uh, so we've got several that are pitcher onlys, but uh, pretty much everyone that goes throws at least an inning or two. How how's your arm feeling right now? Well, it's, I keep telling everyone it's broke. <laughs> uh, I need to have surgery, and uh, uh, you know our missionary down there. You know, I told him I was like, I'm not having surgery. My career's over, and uh, and he kind of Jesus juiced me. He's like, what? What better reason to have surgery than to come down here and play for the gospel? <laughs> oh man, I kind of, I kind of like that. Yeah, I know. Thanks some priorities. My career may not be. Over. It may not be. It may not be over when uh, when you're throwing well and your arm's not broken. You uh, you throw pretty well. Uh, I used to. Yes. Uh, you know, I was I'm from the left side, so that helps me out a lot. Uh, and I, I used to throw in college. I was probably 83 to 86, somewhere in there, and uh, relied heavily on my changeup uh, and curveballs. So, uh, yeah, but I can throw a lot of strikes, which is good. I don't walk many people. Uh, so, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to get back out there and compete. You know, him being a lefty, that curveball is going to come right to me. I'm waiting for it. It's <laughs> oh, going to come man. right we, in. We always it's ask. Gonna, what, he's going to hang one of those lefty <laughs> curveballs. Oh, you, you better bring a bucket of balls. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I, asked him, I asked him before. I said, man, I can't man. wait to ask Jake what he would throw you if he was pitching to you. And Mike said... I'll tell you what, there are going to be a ton of balls out in the parking lot. Man, better not be out. Better not be a, better not be a Walmart in center field because we're heading out there picking those. You know, Jake, I talk a lot of smack. I can't even hit a, a softball in the church softball league anymore. So, man, don't feel bad. I, I talk smack to all our guests. So, we are again. We're talking to Jacob Oldham. He's the executive director of Full Count. Ministries, Jacob. Let's uh, let's find out where did you grow up and, and where did you go to uh, high school and college. Yeah, so I uh, I grew up a town just north of Nashville. Born and raised, still live there uh, today in Hendersonville, Tennessee. And I went to Beach High School uh, there in Hendersonville, and I uh, was a basketball and baseball player there. And then I. Ended up going to Volunteer State Community College uh, to play baseball, to pitch for two years. Uh, and then after that, I, my sophomore year is when I started having some arm trouble. And uh, so I was going to go play at Trevecca. had an opportunity to go finish out my college career at Trevecca College here in Nashville. Uh, but I decided at that point instead to finish my college up at University of Tennessee, Knoxville, and ah. uh, mainly to be with my best friend and my uh, current wife. Uh, so wanted to be up there and kind of start our life together. And uh, so that's where that's what I did. Jacob, did did you ever go to a, a Saturday night uh, 
football game at at uh, to watch Tennessee play? Well, I hate to uh, admit it, but uh, I w- there was a four year period where I went to every home away game, uh, bowl game. It didn't matter who they were playing or where they were playing. Uh, I went to uh, four straight years. That's awesome. Home away. I mean, Tennessee football was my life uh, for a long period so, of my time. So I've got a guy that used to be a buddy of mine. We played a lot of softball together, and he went to school there. And he said, look, I've been to a lot of places where, you know, uh, at uh, LSU and uh, certainly at Alabama, a Saturday night football uh-huh. game at, at Tennessee is is it's as good as market. it gets. Yeah. Nothing like it. Man, he just – and that's when Tennessee was pretty good back then. They uh, came out a couple of hard times, a couple of years where they struggled for a while. But I, yeah. I understand this quarterback that they had last year that just got drafted. I saw a piece mm-hmm. on him. He's about the smartest guy that I've ever watched anything on. I mean, he's the quarterback of Tennessee, and he's he's going to be aerospace, like – Aerospace. Yeah. Bajors, yeah. Hmm. And he's uh, he's a good football player too. He's got a chance to play, I think, on Sundays. Yeah, he's got a lot of good reviews, so that's be interesting to watch. He's yeah, your typical pro quarterback, but uh, the game's changing. So it is. Hey, before we get to a break, um, give us an idea on on how Full Count Ministries, how this thing began, and before we do that, I can just tell you on on your website. Um, you talk a little bit about uh, full count and, and how people can help, and there's three different ways to to help. But the one line that I really liked is we use the gospel in the game of baseball to train athletes for an eternal uh, crown, and I think that that's really important um, that you guys come right out and 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 say that you're utilizing baseball. And again, Pastor Ken, I'm happy he's here this week because it it just fits with a, a lot of things that he believes and and the, the the best way to to do mission trips. So before we get to a break, can you give us just a brief idea on how Full Count Ministries began? Yeah, and I think it's uh, extremely important to start with the why uh, the why we exist and. Uh, ultimately, the only reason Full Count Ministries exists is because we have a, a burden for the lost uh, in the world. Um, uh, we have a burden for people who do not know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and so we uh, we have an urgency to to make that uh, to make His gospel known to the ends of the earth. So uh, it's important. If we don't have the why, then everything else falls apart. Uh, but then we have we have gifts that God's given us and passions that God's given us, and that's uh, the game of baseball. And uh, the people all over the world play baseball, and it gives you a, a incredible influence. I know that I played uh, baseball was a big part of my life, uh, and so I uh, played a lot and squandered a whole lot of. Uh, influence in my in my years following the world, and so God has brought baseball back into my life, uh, and we want to use it uh, now to uh, to train people for an eternal crown, which is exactly uh, uh, train people for a crown that will last forever, which is what First uh, Corinthians nine twenty five talks about, uh, and that's what we do. We go into strict training. 
Jake, you know uh, what? Uh, when, when you were just talking there about you had that burden to to really get the message of salvation out there to people. Uh, I, I was just reminded when you said that of Jesus's last command there in Acts. Then we have uh, something up at our church that just says uh, out in the foyer, his last command, our first concern. And his last command was for us to go out and actually share with people how they could know they could live with God uh, one day. So, I, I, man, when you were talking about your, your passion and that's what you guys are really wanting to do, that's so encouraging to hear. That's great. That's what we uh, we say a lot to Jesus' final command is our first priority. Like yeah. that's that's what our 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 life is going to be uh, uh, remembered by. Is did we make disciples? You know, a Pastor, if you could pick up a ground ball, this would be a great group for you get for you to go on one of these trips with. But well, you you <laughs> you remember the last time I played? Yes. I, I, last time I played softball, I barely made the first base. Man, I ripped a but, muscle so bad in the batter's box. I I haven't been back we out. Age fifteen to age seventy on this trip. You don't have to. You don't have to be able to play baseball. Well, you can put me at first base. Yeah. Hey, Jacob, if I come with you and if I hit a one-hopper to the right fielder and he throws me out at first, you just get me on the next plane home. I'm done. I'm done. That's the end of my career right there. Let's get, boys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation. He is Jake Oldham. He is the executive director of Full Count Ministries. Again, website, fullcountministries.com. Follow them on Twitter, at FullCount925. And as we talk to Jacob, if you're feeling led that you want to help them on, on their ministry, again, FullCountMinistries.com. There's a place that you can go and, and, and donate and, and help uh, help their cause. They're doing really good work out of Tennessee and, and traveling all over the world uh, to certainly introduce people to uh, Jesus Christ, our Savior, and they're doing good work. So we'll continue our conversation with him. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people of sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner. He's the head pastor at Brookside Baptist Church. We're joined by Jacob Oldham. He is the executive director for Full Count Ministries. Again, they're located in Hendersonville, Tennessee, right out of Nashville. Go to their website, fullcountministries.com, for more information. Hey, Jacob, I spent some time on on the website, and um, you talk about there's three different ways that somebody that wants to be involved with Full Count uh, Ministries can help. One is on the field, one is in the community, and one is around the world. Um, can we talk about each of those a little bit? When you talk about on the field, do you guys in your um, in your area do a lot of stuff that's that's close to home as far as camps or or leagues stuff like that? Yeah, so uh, yeah, everything we do is in one of those buckets. And uh, the first one on the field, as you mentioned, uh, the the main purpose of that ministry is to uh, engage baseball players. So. How we do it uh, in Hendersonville is we have a fall league, a fall baseball league for high school 
entering uh, entering ninth grade through twelfth grade. So uh, we typically have about 150 players. We actually uh, have one week of registration left uh, for this for this fall, and we we get about 150 players from about 20 uh, 25 high schools or so somewhere. And so we mix up the uh, the players, and we have a 15 game fall schedule, uh, which is just five weeks. And the whole you know the whole purpose of that uh, for the ball players is, is it's a relaxed atmosphere uh, where you get a lot of reps, work on your game. Um, it's good for underclassmen trying to move up to the varsity level, and uh, so they're just going to get a lot of live reps. But for the ministry aspects we have godly men uh that are coaching these teams and we've got weekly devotions that we go through this uh this fall we're going to go through the book of james together uh so they're going to they're going to get to walk through james and get to hear the gospel uh over and over again throughout those five weeks but our coaches get to make relationships and develop Mm. relationships with the players and the whole purpose of it is to get them plugged into a discipling relationship so that's from the ministry aspect uh that's what the value is for us but from the players aspect you know they're getting valuable uh competitive reps uh to improve their skill set i like the uh i like that whole approach of uh the coaches and i'm sure you got guys that are able to really connect with these kids and because i've always mike and i've talked about you got to connect to impact um what about uh, my my one question? Do you have your own facility? Are you renting facilities? How how do you do all of this baseball down there yeah, in that area? Very, uh, very cool. We we partner with high school fields, so we've got about seven or eight high school local high school fields uh, that have agreed. Uh, they've seen the impact in their dugouts and in their communities, and they. Uh, they trust us uh, because we uh, we keep our word. We do what we say. We take care of the facilities. Uh, we help them out here and there with different things they need. And so they donate their facilities in the fall for five weeks. And so we just move around to high school fields, and that's a way for us to, you know, continue to build relationships with those coaches and those programs. Have any of the coaches ever gone with you or, or any of their guys on any of these uh, trips overseas uh, on the missions trips with baseball? Yes, we've had three baseball coaches uh, to, uh, to date that have uh, actually went on these trips, and they've actually went with uh, some of their players uh, from their high school, which is just so, so cool to see uh, that, you know, their high school players, the guy that's coaching them, they get to see them, you know, really living for the Lord um, and out loud and sharing their faith. And it's just, uh, it's something really neat. And we don't, we don't really take it for granted uh, because we know that doesn't happen all over the country. It does, it does not. Jake, are the kids that are playing fall sports at their high school football uh, or soccer, are they allowed to play in your baseball league? They are. So, uh, You've got uh, there's uh, the TWSWA, the High School Association uh, here in Tennessee has several rules that you know no more than five players from the same high school can be on the team. So there's several 
uh, different rules that right. we got to be strategic in how we split up the teams. But it's also very cool that you get kids from rival high schools playing together in the fall, and you see those you know relationships develop in the fall, and then in the spring when they're battling each other, you know they still got that common ground from the full count league. So yeah, that's a neat. A lot of neat things to see. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, the second uh, part in your uh, on your website that um, in the area of where people can help out with three different ways that's on the field and in the in the community. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that one? Yeah, so that's uh, really our discipleship ministry, and this is our heart. This is our soul. So, the in the community is uh, really where all the discipling uh, takes place, and so what we. Uh, everything that we do before that flows into in the everything we do on the field flows. Our hope is that it'll flow into uh, discipling relationship, and everything that uh, we do afterwards around the world uh, flows out of our discipling relationship. So discipleship is our uh, that's our ministry. Like our our mission is to make disciples through the game of baseball. Uh, so what we do here. We have discipleship groups at different high schools. Um, we're currently in about 30 high schools uh, where we've got a mentor or a leader um, who works with a specific high school, and they literally meet once a week. Uh, and we've got a discipleship journal, full count discipleship journal, um, where they'll, they'll go through specific. We do topical passages, or we, do, uh, we work through a book of the Bible. And they meet every week, uh, opening the Word of God, uh, talking about, you know, uh, the character of God, the sinfulness of man, and uh, uh, obedience. These are three things that we highlight uh, every week as we walk through the Word of God. And so some groups have two or three kids from that high school, and some of them have 15 to 20, uh, almost the whole team. So it just depends on... Uh, what high school it is and how much access we have to it. Um, uh, and and so that, but that's where we see the most life change is we, we fully believe that faith comes through hearing and hearing the message about Christ. So uh, we open up the word and let, let the Bible do all the work. You know, that's, that's called D group, right? Is that your, it's called D, called what? D, uh, D group on, on your website. Yeah, yeah, yep. that that uh, and I printed that out for Pastor Night because I think that's really important. Um, when you go on the website again, it's fullcountministries.com, one word, and take a look at uh, some of the stuff they're doing. But D, where it, where it has D Group, click that on, and and what it is, D Group is a group of baseball players with a common bond and a group leader who will meet together weekly for the sole purpose making and training disciples. And and then it talks a little bit about why and and how often should we meet and where does the group meet and just some really some kind of questions that if if you're wondering if you know how could I start something like that here in Milwaukee um, it really does give you a nice roadmap as to how to do it and if you're thinking about you know doing something like this this is a good a really good place I think to start um, you know. Jacob, I've coached basketball. This will be my 36th year coming up. And we don't wow. have, there There really isn't anything like this 
that I know of in, in the city of Milwaukee. And I think if, if there was somebody doing something like this that I would have heard about it. And, and I just think um, after reading this a couple of times on the definition of what your D group is, um, congratulations for that. I When you talk about giving back to the community and being in the community, you know, this really proves that that you guys are walking, you know, what you're talking. You're in the community at different schools. It gets these kids, I think, ready if they go on to the next level in college. You know, there are some opportunities at the college level for these guys to either continue doing this or to work with Fellowship of Christian Athletes or Athletes in Action, stuff like that. So that, that's wonderful. Yeah, and that's what we, uh, you know, not that uh, you can really uh, – calculate success but that's that's what we really look at is when they go off to college uh we or if they don't go to college and go into the workforce are they equipped uh to to make disciples are they equipped to go and do likewise uh so and what we've seen we've got kids and uh it's it's just been a blessing we've got kids in college at uh in chattanooga uh we had some in georgia uh, some other colleges in Tennessee where they uh, one has started a uh, D group on their college baseball team. Others didn't play college baseball, but they're in Chattanooga and they started investing in the high schools there and doing a D group with the local high schools there in Chattanooga. Uh, so they're taking what they've learned and they're going and multiplying it, which is uh, that's our heart. Uh, that's how the gospel grows and expands. And so it's uh that's that's how we judge success. Are they equipped to do that? That's awesome, guys. We're going to get to a break. Uh, next segment, we're going to talk to Jacob about a couple of things. I know, Pastor, that uh, we always love to ask our guests for their testimony, and we have to get to the third way that people can help, and that's uh, around the world. They they do a great job with with uh, mission trips, and we're going to uh, talk a little bit more to Jacob about that. He is Jacob Oldham. He's the executive director for Full Count Ministries. You can go on the website, fullcountministries.com, or follow them on, on uh, Twitter, at Full Count, and then Numbers 925. So Full Count 925. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by All-American Window and Door. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. And, and I have a great time with Mike McGivern. I tell you, he, he does a great solo. job. You know, the problem with me, what I was going to do during that break is Jacob could have heard the whole thing. And he, <laughs> if they, if they would have called him to the stand, I'd be in trouble. Our guest is Jacob Oldham. He's the executive director for Full Count Ministries. Full Count Ministries 
Ministries.com. One word, fullcountministries.com. If you get a chance, go on that website. Uh, big fan. I I watched the video. They're, they started a, a live video blog uh, that they're going to get back to that I thought was uh, was really fun to watch. And, and um I, I just liked it. And when we talked to Jay about it, he said, well, we have no idea what we're doing. I said, that's perfect either, either <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah. So it worked out really well. Hey, the third step on uh, on how people can help, uh, you talked about around the world, and we talked about it a little bit in the first segment. But if we can uh, spend a couple minutes on, on your mission trips, obviously very important to what you guys are doing. Yeah. Uh, well, for so many reasons, uh, but... You know, we want our disciples, uh, and we want to send them on these trips because we want one of the most important factors in our discipleship process is we want them to have a heart for the world. Uh, we believe uh, God loves the world, uh, so we want uh, to get uh, people out of their comfort zone, out of their little sphere and uh, influence, and, and really see uh, the world for what it is. And, um, Usually their idea of God uh, just expands tremendously on these on the on these trips. So uh, I know that that's my story uh, that I went on uh, went on a trip and and it changed my turned my world upside down. Uh, uh, so that's why I believe uh, in the trips, but also uh, where we're going, places that we're going are uh, have a high influence of of. Uh, baseball has a high influence in these areas. So, uh, we feel like baseball players is our tribe uh, that that God has called us to. Uh, when He says that people of every tongue, nation, and tribe, uh, we believe baseball players are our tribe. So we want to go where they're at. And um, uh, so these short-term trips are the way uh, we do that. We call them short-term trips because we go for a short. Uh, amount of time, but there's long-term impacts. We don't go anywhere that we can't uh, have the means in place uh, for long-term discipleship and to really invest in the men that we're reaching. Hey, Jake, I got a few questions here for you. One, uh, are there other countries that you're going into other than Nicaragua? And then two, what is the cost uh, for these kids if they want to go and uh, go on a short-term, two-week uh, trip into one of these countries. What's that cost? And then finally, for you personally, are you salaried by uh, the, the ministry there, uh, full count, or do you have to go out and raise your own support? Yeah, great question. So uh, my memory's awful. So uh, the first was that the cost, or is there is there other countries? So... Yes, yeah, so uh, Nicaragua is our is our main uh, hub, but we uh, we take one to three trips a year into Honduras as well, uh, which is a bordering um, uh, country of Nicaragua, and uh, so there's pockets of uh, villages that have high influence of baseball there. That villages are around baseball. And so yes, we uh, we go to Honduras. We have uh, uh, a ministry director or a staff member in Honduras, and then Nicaragua as well. Uh, and we're currently in about 15 villages in Nicaragua, uh, and uh, so we could spend our dying days in Nicaragua going mm-hmm. there. But we've also uh, take 
taking vision trips to Panama, uh, to Nepal, um, a lot of opportunities in the Dominican, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Japan, uh, Japan. So they're all over the, wherever baseball is uh, played, uh, you know, our vision is that we want to give every baseball player around the world the opportunity to hear the gospel, respond to Jesus, and grow in their relationship with Christ. So that yeah. uh, leaves us wide open. What, what about what about the cost for um, you know high school college age kid to go on on the team yeah, or the so trip? Our, uh, our trip is two thousand uh, dollars, and that includes your airfare, uh, all in country cost uh, with transportation and. Uh, translators and uh, food and all that kind of stuff. And also that includes uh, a packet that you get from Full Count, which has got uh, three Nike dry fit T-shirts, two baseball jerseys, um, a Full Count hat. Uh, So pretty much a uniform uh, for the trip, a a journal for your trip, uh, just a packet of, of different stuff that Full Count will send you. Okay. Uh, and the, the cost of that is, is $2,000. And then there's some, if you invite people, uh, if you get someone to go with you, we've got different incentives uh, that will knock the cost down a little bit for return uh, guys. So, but the base cost is $2,000. Uh, and high school and college, we've got some scholarships uh, that, that we try to help as many high school and college kids as, as mm. possible to get on. Mm-hmm. Are, trips. Yeah, are, different ways of raising money. Yeah, are you salaried uh, there, or do you have to go out and get your support? Yeah, so I have to raise all of uh, my money myself. Uh, wow. So when uh, uh, you know the pretty much, uh, the Lord's been faithful to that. It's been uh, great, but yes, I so I started in 2014, and uh, so I went into my boss. In 2013, May of 2013, so at the end of the year, I would be going, uh, quit my job, uh, and and going full time with with full count, which just sounds so ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> yeah, God's in it though; wow. He'll pay for it. <laughs> but uh, so I spent the next uh, seven months, uh, you know, before work, after work. Uh, uh, meeting with uh, potential donors and uh, uh, and uh, raising my salary so that January 1, 2014, I, uh, I had raised enough monthly support to uh, pay for my salary that year. And uh, so, and just been doing that every, every year. And the Lord's been extremely faithful uh, uh, in every aspect of that. I've, I've never once went without, so, Praise God for that. You bet. You can go to Full Count Ministries, fullcountministries.com, if you want to help Jacob, if, you, if, if you're feeling like you're being led uh, to help these guys continue uh, their mission. And, and it's really, it's a mission that's, that has grown quite a bit over the years. They've done a great job. Guys, we're going to get you a break. I promise, other side of the break, we're going to start with uh, asking Jacob for his testimony. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. 
Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bunzel's Old Fashioned Meat Market. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside the head pastor at Brookside Baptist Church. He is Pastor Ken Keltner. Pastor? Yeah, Jake, one thing that we love to do on Faith in the Zone, that's really why the whole program uh, started, was to have fellas give, be able to uh, share their testimony or their journey of faith and how it began with Christ. So we would love to, love to hear your story, Jake. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so I grew up, uh, like I said, in Hendersonville, Tennessee, and I've told bits and pieces of it. Uh, but I grew up in the Church of Christ. I had great parents uh, that uh, went to church most uh, Sundays when I wasn't playing ball or uh, we wasn't out of town. Uh, but I grew up in the Church of Christ, which is a very traditional um, uh, church, and I was baptized into Christ in the sixth grade. And at that point, I knew um, there were some things I knew. I knew that I was a sinner. Uh, I knew I needed to be uh, rescued uh, from my sin, and I knew that I did not want to uh, spend eternity in hell uh, because of my sin. So uh, in the sixth grade, I uh, uh, made Jesus my Savior and um, didn't change my life a whole lot. Um, but I did trust Jesus to save me uh, from hell, but not to leave my life. And then throughout high school and college, um, I squandered uh, away a lot of my influence and led people down a dangerous uh, path. Uh, uh, I loved the world and everything it had to offer, and I wanted to be cool and I wanted to be liked. Um, and as you know, that doesn't, uh, most of the time, you, you're you not following Jesus if you want to be cool and liked. Um, so just kind of a, a party animal uh, and throughout my high school and college uh, career. Uh, and then uh, in June 2008, uh, a year after graduating college, uh, on a Friday night at a men's event um, at Long Hollow Baptist Church in Hendersonville, I, uh, Jesus became my Lord. Um, uh, I have no idea why I was at this event. Uh, there was a room full of men. Uh, I should have been at the, at the bar hanging out with my buddies or, uh, I should have been anywhere but in this room, uh, with about 350 men, uh, who were worshiping the Lord. And I don't know what, uh, the pastor preached on that night, uh, but all I remember is, uh, at the end of that night saying, Jesus is worth my life. And mm-hmm. that night, my, uh, my life got turned upside down. Uh, you know, the, the words that I, you know, remember, uh, Jesus whispering to me is that whoever wants to be, uh, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me for whoever wants to save their life will lose it but whoever loses their life for me will save it and then uh, in luke nine twenty five, 25 uh, 
this verse still hits home with me. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world mm-hmm. and yet lose or forfeit their soul? Mm-hmm. And uh, that that was my life. I, I'd spend my life trying to gain uh, this world uh, at the cost of at the potential cost of my soul. Uh, so uh, it, my life just radically changed at that point. Jesus, uh, I now trusted Jesus to lead me uh, and trusted him to, to guide me and uh, that uh, he would protect me and keep me. And um, so 2009, God began to bring baseball back into my life. Uh, I thought I'd never be around the game again, had no desire to be around the game again. Um, but just after God radically changed my life, he, um, uh, a friend asked me to help a, a, a summer team uh, in, back in 2009. And then uh, coming out of that summer team, uh, a high school coach, local high school coach, asked me to uh, be their pitching coach uh, for the varsity uh, team. So now I'm a high school baseball coach. Man. Uh, uh, in 2009, and now my desire is not to be the best pitching coach in the world, uh, or to be a head coach. My, you know, my aspirations is to make disciples on on my team. Boy, that's uh, that God's given me to coach. Jake, and that's then, Jacob. That's awesome. I, you know, I don't mean to cut you off. We got about three minutes left tonight. You know, yeah. Pastor, it's uh, that's a great testimony, and and I know each and every week that. You know, we get so encouraged by the different testimonies that that we hear. But but that testimony for me, and it rings out that you know, Lord's given Jacob this this platform with baseball, and he he took his desire away a little bit, maybe to uh, for a bit, and now that he's back spreading the word, he he put that uh, that love right back to him. And, mm-hmm. and how encouraging is that? Yeah. And Jake, uh, you've probably have had some opportunities to, to lead some guys to that are on your ball teams to the Lord, haven't you? Uh, I have several of them. I uh, uh, almost don't like that saying because God does it. But yes, he used yeah. me uh, to, to share the gospel and, and my life, really, to uh, to show them that uh, he's he's worth your life. And uh, we've seen several men come to faith in Jesus uh, because of that. And there's no, I'll tell you, you win ball games all day long, but there's no <laughs> greater feeling than to see a young man surrender his life uh, to the Lordship of Christ. Yeah, to yeah, to trust Christ. I mean, you, you see, I mean, to sit right there, and God gives us the opportunity to see someone birthed into the kingdom of God right there, whether it be in a restaurant, yeah. at a, on a ball field. You know, in the parking lot or at church or wherever it might be, uh, that's uh, that is the greatest uh, experience that we can really enjoy today. Hey, hey guys, we've we've got to wrap this up. Uh, Jacob, thank you so much. I know that uh, that you're on vacation this week, and for your willingness to to give us this hour, I really appreciate it. Uh, if you're listening to this show and you want more information on Full Count Ministries, go to fullcountministries.com. One word. FullCountMinistries.com. I would highly encourage our guys that are listening, if you're feeling led, um, help them out financially. There's a place that everything that they do, um, they have to raise their own funds. And if you can help them out, if you're feeling led, please um, do that. 
Jake, thank you. I would have loved to uh, spend a, a segment talking about you know you and your family. Please tell them uh, thank you for us to, to allowing you an hour with us on on your vacation. Enjoy the beach. Uh, go back and uh, uh, have some fun. Play with the kids and and uh, say hello to your wife for us. I will do. Hey, thank you all for your boldness in Christ and for. Uh, preaching Christ and Him crucified. Uh, uh, I think that's awesome what you're doing. So continue to uh, uh, to highlight men of faith. You you got that, Jacob. Thank you again. Fullcountministries.com. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip for a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people of sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Was it really amazing grace? For certain, Lord, it was you that rescued me. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.